0: This is Baz and Moz and the Global RE Bitcoin podcast and today we're talking about Cryptocurrency and developing the, the likes. Um, Baz is cooking. He's got his apron on. Uh, um, that's all he's wearing as yeah, he yeah, s- yeah. stirs the onions no, here.
1: No, not sure, Making some paneer. Um, some, some something. 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 So, um, so the question is, uh, how often does this happen? At least three times
0: a year. At least did uh, you did you hop in the kitchen and, yeah, and get the yeah, apron on? Yeah, yeah. At least it's it's been yes it's, it's three times a year. Uh, yeah, I wonder if we're overstating things there. It's more like
1: Bitcoin is at an all time high or well, almost uh, three times a decade. Depends. Really, if yeah. we were to be more realistic about it. But anyway, there
0: you go. You're doing a fine job stirring those onions, best. Fantastic. We were meant to be talking about.
1: Um,
0: cryptocurrency wasn't it yeah and, and particularly the the, the 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 challenges that one faces in developing this when you're pulling together um dis- different teams of workers yeah and those tech developers hey it's um it's always work to to get them on board with what's going on and uh, and i think we've they've just had their big meeting um
1: yeah and and, and you know with tech um tech tech development is, is tough enough as it is in in mature technologies uh um but it's it's even more difficult in this space because so much of the technology is so immature i mean every, everybody will sell you on what they think that blockchain does including tech developers they want to get into blockchain you know they want to be able to charge premium rates and so they'll tell you and they've read something about ethereum and they've read something about what can be possible everybody's got the same story about oh you know insurance they have implemented, and you miss your flight and you get your money immediately whoo blockchain you know um but at the end of the day, there are so few people that have knowledge about this, who've, uh, so few people who are current. And but we're talking about so few people who are current about the possibilities on the platform. Forget about so few people who have actually implemented these things, you know. So so here you are, you're wrestling, you've found some really, uh, you know, smart guys who are willing to go out and implement these things. Uh, and if you're really lucky, you found some guys who actually have good hardcore software development experience. And then if you're even more lucky, you find some people who are willing to document what they do. I know, That's just the holy grail of the tech world. Find a techie that's willing to document what he or she does. That's It's the holy grail of all, all software development, isn't it? That exactly. Just, uh... You know, it's so difficult to get somebody to actually write down what they did for you. Uh, it's not something I've experienced in the, in the, well, I guess all professions do it to a certain degree. Um, but, but the problem with, you know, Ethereum and all these other things is that guy's got to be current, and then he's got to be good at implementing software, right? So it's tough. Suppose you're stuck with people that you're working with that you're having difficulty You know what? It's going to be difficult to go find new developers. Have fun. Getting guys who will do blockchain, Ethereum stuff for you, good quality code, getting guys who will test it. It's just... You know, it's a really new area, and the amazing thing about this area is it's really new, and it's not like American Express is. Implement- I mean, they're doing it on the back end, but some of this really cutting edge stuff is what Goldman Sachs is probably doing in its confines, and they're willing to pay lots of money. Here you have a situation where all this de- can we turn on the panel? This yeah? sure. Yeah. All, all this decentralized stuff is happening. <laughs> Everybody wants to build an app, but this is not like Web 2.0. Everybody's building an app that deals with money. We have fintech. So the potential car crash issues are just an order of magnitude more than the last time there was a bubble, Mm -hmm. right? The last time there was a bubble, we were having pets.com. We were having people selling stuff on the net, putting up web pages, you know? Here we have people selling stuff, putting up web pages, but it's all to do with money. Mm -hmm. So it's so much more high risk, I think. and it's
0: if it's, we take if we take a case study that you mentioned the golden Sachs that are interested in getting into this space, they yeah. probably have uh, you know their um, their um, project managers, they've probably got five project managers working on, on these on these kind of, on crypto projects. Yeah. And teams beneath those managers. They're and they're probably working with Microsoft Project Manager or one of these, you know, integrating yeah. where they report in a developer reports in time. Um, and that's pushed into like a project. And, or a, a part of a project which has lag and lead times, and it's a movable that at some end spits out and, t- t- and you start off with another project, another phase in the project. Yeah. For the small to medium-sized um, organization that doesn't have this kind of resource, do you have any tips for how, how to synchronize tech development?
1: Well, you the know, the main them? thing is, is documenting what you do, right? Uh, even if you have a small team and a small company, when you take off one hat and put on another hat, you really have to actually write down what was done what, what and what we're going to do. And, and even if you don't say it's gonna be done in, in two weeks or we're gonna hold you responsible, we're gonna send you daily updates, no, no. That's not as relevant as understanding what we did, what we planned to do. Try to think ahead of what you want to do, write down those things and then, try, and then see, you know, are we hitting our metrics, what, what are the problems? Because if you don't know what you did, it's going to be so difficult later on. If things break, you won't know what you covered even.
0: So that's the analytic perspective. Looking at in the rearview mirror, what did we do wrong? It's not actually helping you in the here and now. No, no,
1: it is because, for example, in your software. So you've changed an environment variable. You've changed something. You've gone to the cloud and you've changed something. And you need to know what tests did you run before, what tests have broken, so you can isolate what Suppose you have no idea what you tested last month. Well, then you have no idea how to isolate what might be broken because of an environment change
0: now. Right. So you're talking specifically about the testing situation there. Well,
1: but I'm not talking about it. It can be user acceptance testing. It can be any kind of testing because your environment variables can be I sit in front of a screen with Safari. I sit in front of a screen with Chrome. I put this value in. This is this is what changed. This was the supposed improvement that they came up with, you know.
0: Okay, right. Right. So document, 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 right? Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean, you know, it is never going to be it's never gonna hurt you. No. People will say, Oh, it'll slow us down. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? The guys who don't know enough about their stuff, who don't the guys who don't document can't can't know for themselves what they've done and they don't have the ability to communicate it to others. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and, uh, you know, you've got to just be a little critical of people who refuse to document things when they hand it over to you because that's just a, in addition to, it's it's a lack of professionalism, a lack of respect for who they're giving the stuff to. But anyway. Gotcha. You've got to be, you got a bit of salt in there, man. Uh, You don't need the salt in right now. So you really? don't need the salt in there. Anymore.
0: Yes, Maestro. Bass, what are your thoughts on um, multi-site teams here? So... Um, you guys uh, you've been in India up until recently but you'll uh, be back to Canada soon yeah and uh, we've got we've got folk in different corners of the world what are your tips for um, getting these people on the same page getting them to produce the something of um, well that,
1: the, that's, the, that's the another thing product. I mean if you, you know if you document deliverables for other people you don't have to be in the same time zone mm-hmm. as them right, right? Uh, if you if you're yeah. able to if you're able to do that um, if you can hand off requirements and, and tasks lists and to-dos to people, that's that's something that's doable. Um, you, you don't you're not dependent on always being on the phone with somebody. You know what we're doing is we're doing we're working with uh, with Google Docs. We're sharing sharing work tasks online, but we could do more of that by handing off tasks to each other, mechanizing it because. It is so difficult to talk to people around the world constantly. It's so difficult to you know, if you can say, Okay, you're promising this to me by Tuesday, then in your mind you're just feeling a little happier because there, there's something that's been set as a drawing line. It can't it shouldn't be that you have to talk to somebody on Saturday and then on Sunday and then on Monday and then on Tuesday mm-hmm. to get them to do something on Tuesday. By Tuesday it no It shouldn't be that no, way. No.
0: But but you can't deny it. There's something you get a, a more of a sense of uh, affirmation when you yes. when you talk to someone on the other end of the line and they say, um, "Okay, this is coming," or "Or I'll, I'll be done with this, so you can take it over there," rather than just receiving a um, a pop up box in your email in your inbox that something's done. Yeah. There is a there is a unifying aspect to having the the Skype meeting. I it's agree. a um, it's an interesting uh, yeah a, a mix of two medium there. Yeah and, and, and you know have, so have so you heard of the media rich, richness theory, by the way. No, what what is that? Media richness theory, and actually this is this is very important for tech development, that the message should define which uh, media you use. So if I have a very simple thing that I want to say to you, Baz, get your hair cut, well that's a bit more complex actually, because it's um it's it's more of an identity thing. You have you think about your hair. Yeah. Baz's hair is quite short at the moment. Yeah. Um, and but what but if I said uh, Baz um, I want you to uh, wear your your jacket tomorrow because it's going to be cold. It's not a very personal message. It's nothing. That, it's just going to be something that you know, if you don't have a thermometer in your house, I'm taking quite a tangent here, aren't I? If yeah. you don't have a thermometer in your house, you need to know that it's going to be cold. So you're going to be better wearing your jacket. You're going to wake up. You're going to go before you go outside. You're going to put on your jacket. It's a very simple message. We can we can do that through. I could write a little note to you and leave it on the kitchen table. Yes, yeah, that, that, that's doable. If I want to see, if I want to. Say something that's really going to uh, like a haircut or something that's going to really mess with your self-sense of identity. I don't write a little note and leave it on the table. Yes.
1: And, and so, so you've, got, you know, you've got tools like Slack that allow people to communicate in real time and, and give, the, give that more personal type of communication. Right? Mm. Or mm. what we're doing is we're using Telegram, right? We're, we're sending me- notes across. We're sharing using Telegram. That allows us to... Have a much more uh, off-the-cuff communication style.
0: Yep, yep. So we really we're um, media richness experts, aren't we? we uh... Uh,
1: yeah, I guess. Well, we're not doing Slack, although one of the guys wanted to do it because he was a techie. Slack. But a Slack is a is a sort of a channel which allows this sort of communication for teams across the world, and and you know. In fairness, it, it, it works well. It's just that the reason I didn't go with it was because I, the thought of trying to drag you and Ali onto the onto that would have been even tougher than trying to do it on Telegram or WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the developers would have ah, liked that, you know. Gotcha. And the other thing about Telegram is it is secure. Slack is not secure. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Telegram is encrypted end to end. So if, if, you, yeah. if you're doing commercial commercially sensitive decision making and you're doing it in a chat. You know, maybe you want to do telegram with disappearing messages. Yeah.
0: yeah. You
1: know, I'm wondering about my ability with this, uh, frying these onions. I maybe should have chopped them a little finer. I'm a little worried about that now. That's what's keeping me worried. Not, more, more than development Town.
0: Huh? The big questions. This yeah. is what we're talking about. Are these onions too grossly diced? Yes. As it's lucky we've got you on these big questions. Shall we... Uh, Shall we say farewell and uh, we'll get back to these onions?
1: Yes, I think so. Farewell. Ciao.